Hallelujah. Welcome to a relationship with Jesus. Let's go straight to the word. I told you we have an ongoing mini-series. It's titled The Inward Witness. Last time, the previous episode, we spoke on the intercessor, the Holy Ghost. Today, we'll be talking about the Holy Spirit and His nine manifestation spirits, gift of the spirits, as you want to call it. Our main text for today is 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater uh, than the one who is in the world. Who is the one who is in you? Is the Holy Spirit. After you've had the wonderful new birth experience, you've given your life to Christ, giving your life to Christ is inviting the Holy Spirit. And well, I have emotion to support. The only way you can give your life to Christ or even believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, that he died on the cross and resurrected after three days is by the works of the Holy Spirit. You see, there's something very interesting. There is a work of the Holy Spirit that takes place in the new birth. But that is not called the baptism in the Holy Spirit or receiving the Holy Spirit. That is called being born again being born of the Spirit of God, receiving salvation, receiving eternal life. We see that in John chapter 3, verse 3 to 8. I won't be going into that because that will make me go back to the previous topic. But I said that so you will know that the only way you can say Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe that Jesus Christ died for you is by the Spirit of God. He is the one that gives you that revelation. He is the one that works the born again. But now, then there is an experience following salvation called the baptism in the Holy Spirit. We see it in Acts chapter 1 verse 5. Later on, I will be referring to that scripture. It is also referred to as receiving the Holy Spirit or being filled with the Holy Spirit or being endued with power from high. We see that in Luke chapter 24 verse 49. There is a wonderful experience with knowing the spirit of the living God. The last time we spoke, I told you about the first appearance of God, which is at the beginning when the spirit of God moved upon the waters. I will still repeat it and I will say, I am very, very unworthy to be talking about my best friend, my everything, the Holy Spirit. Because no man is qualified to talk about someone who is older than him, someone who created him, someone who he relies on. It's a privilege for me to be speaking on this topic, especially as a burden that was laid upon my heart. And it has made me understand that Man, I am not worthy. How great is this God? How wonderful, how marvelous is the love that he has shared for us. That even after he gave his only begotten son for us on the cross, he still made sure that we will not be left as orphans. He gave us his spirits. 
he gave us his spirit. In John chapter 16, verse 13, we see Jesus say, But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. I say this to a couple of friends of mine. I said that a lot of people say man cannot see the future. But with the spirit of God, he's always informing you about what is to come. And this scripture, because there are times when the Holy Spirit will just whisper into you, this is about to happen. And you will get up and you begin to prepare for it. He is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. I cannot praise this God enough. If I stop thanking Him, I will be left in a ditch because I know who is the one that has carried me from time to time till now. And I, I want to introduce you to my wonderful friend. It might take a, it might take a while. This episode might be longer than expected because I need to speak to you and make sure you understand who the Holy Spirit is. In John chapter 14, in John chapter 14, verse 15, we see Jesus says, If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you. The Holy Spirit is an advocate, is an intercessor. He's an helper, and Jesus says to help you. He's an helper, he's the one who makes the journey in the Christian life not boring. He's that grace you hear people talk about. He's the one who gives you the grace. Now, me speaking about grace, grace is a very, very um, interesting topic. A lot of people have misconceived grace. Misconceived grace as a get-out-of-jail-free card. I can do everything and, you know, the Lord is a forgiving Father. And yes, He's a forgiving Father. We rely on His mercy. But you see, when His grace begins to shine upon you, you begin to live an overcomer's life. When I mean an overcomer's life, the sins you had before, you will dwell on His grace to take them away from you. The, the kind of life you lived before, even in the worst situations, you will dwell on His grace. You're an addict since you were 13. You will dwell on His grace. You will dwell on His grace. Whatever be that addiction, you will dwell on His grace. Be it pornography, be it idolatry, be it adultery, be it fornication. These things that I'm mentioning are things that the secular world have made to become a normal, normal way. But you see, going on, as I'll be talking about the Holy Spirit, there's so much more in Christianity that you need to abide to enjoy. Christianity is not only about going to church. And I always say Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is an intimate relationship with the one called Christ, which is Jesus Christ. You know, you come and this relationship is a spiritual relationship which you rely everything on the Holy Spirit. So, you are seeing people now who have read the Bible and they've not yet held the Holy Spirit. And I'm well informed that there are some people who believe that the Holy Spirit with the proof of speaking in tongues ended in the path of the apostles. No, no, no. This is a promise from God. A while ago, one time, I was just staying, praying in the Holy Ghost, and the Lord was telling me that I do not even understand what these tongues that I'm speaking means. These tongues that I'm speaking 
is an evidence of all his promises from Genesis to Revelation. All his promises, his covenant. It's a, when we see us speaking in tongues from the from the beginning of the first testament they were giving us shadows but in the new testament it became new reality that's why you see we are called new new creation the new creation reality because now we don't have we don't follow shadows anymore we follow substance we see we see things we see the reality i will tell anyone that the holy spirit is realer than me jesus is realer than the voice you're hearing right now he is the one that does everything the fact that you can be able to stay and listen to this part is the spirit of god it's the spirit of god let's continue reading so john chapter 14 verse 16 it says and i'll ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever be with you forever i've had this misconception that after people give their life to christ and they become born again and they receive the holy ghost for the first time and they speak in tongues then after some time they're like ah i don't think the holy ghost is with me i'm sorry to tell you that that is wrong that is from the destroyer that is the devil speaking the holy ghost was given and once you receive him he dwells in you forever you don't need a staring for him all you need is open your mouth and begin to speak in other tongues and you know you know there's this burden in me to speak about this a friend of mine i mentioned in the previous episode please for you to get the best of this you need to listen to the first the beginning and the last part of this mini series so a friend of mine was telling me that oh my god the you know the holy ghost is the speaking in tongues is a gift for selected few that is not everyone i as long as you believe jesus is your lord and savior he died for you he died so he can give you that comforter the helper and he died so he can you can have it forever all you have to do is receive it he is not giving it again he has already given it you need to just go receive it right now i break every chain of ill teachings i come against them and i tell you the holy ghost is for you in the mighty name of jesus yeah the spirit of truth the world cannot accept him this shows that you have to throw away all your ideology you have to come out from the point of relying on your mind i know you believe and i know you believe you're one of the smartest people in school you were taught to think outside of the box see i have to tell you the holy spirit is beyond the box when you think outside of the box you have a room the holy spirit is out of out of the room if you think outside of the room you have a building the holy spirit is out of this building if you think outside of building you have the city the holy spirit is beyond the city he's beyond earth he's beyond all the universe he is creation himself so you have to rely on him to give you the revelations you have to rely on him to give you the revelations for in his word, Jesus also said, the world cannot accept him. If you're thinking in the way that you were taught that you should think, you can't accept him. And there's a part of accepting that's the receiving. Because it neither sees him, listen, it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him. 
for he lives with you and will be in you. The Holy Spirit is here to stay inside you. The moment you receive Jesus, he's here to stay inside you. See, today we are going to be exploring the Holy Spirit. I'm not in any rush, but I'll ask for the Lord to give me grace for me to be able to dissect and speak about him in a way that will make him happy and make me happy to speak about you don't understand the holy spirit is my best friend i rely on the leading of the holy spirit every day every time every second because i have come into the reality that my flesh that this body is nothing without him for it's written in first corinthians chapter 4 verse 7 in we have given you have made us Eighteen vessels to hold the glory of God. He kept his glory, which is him, inside us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I will not leave you as orphans. That's what Jesus is saying. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore. But you will see me because I leave you also leave. You know... I was talking to someone about my encounter with Jesus and how I saw Jesus. And he was like, whoa, he was so... Well, I told him, I'm not special. There's nothing. There's nothing about it. It's just my relationship with Jesus. How much love I have come to know that he has for me. That is why he let me see him. Our, Our promises from God is that we are to see him. We are not to be alone. We are not just to feel him. A lot of people wait for the goosebumps and everything. We are to see him. We are to know him. We are to hear him. We are to be sensitive about him. That is who the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is our friend. Our comforter. Our intercessor. Our advocate. There's a scripture I would like to talk about. Very briefly very briefly and is Acts chapter 1 Acts chapter 1 verse 5 verse 4 to 5 actually you see there is one interesting thing that people I, I just want to talk about it you see many people who call themselves believers have never had a visit from God they only visit church at moments in your life, Jesus wants to come and visit you. And just at church, not just at church, Jesus wants to visit you whenever he wants to, whenever you should always be prepared. You see, when God visits you, he turns your fear around and removes your doubts. And you find yourself in a place of solace, in a place of peace. You find yourself in a different state of being. You realize you're not in isolation from the world but you're in seclusion you see this past years of covid19 and the sicknesses and everything it kept us in a point of lockdown we all experienced um isolation we had to self-isolate but what about if we all took that place to seclude ourselves remove ourselves from the world turn off the netflix turn off instagram turn off facebook Turn off things and just say, Jesus, I want to hear from you. You know, I have this burden that this generation will not need to call their pastor to hear from him. They will only need to confirm the things that the Lord has said them to their pastor. You only need 
but you see the leading of the spirit you need to have it to hear from him so you don't suffer from depression anxiety you need to hear that still voice that will say don't worry my son don't worry my daughter it is well with your soul I really am a promoter of secluding myself, secluding yourself, turning off the social media, going offline. Stay and just say, Lord Jesus, I want to hear from you. I want you to perfect my hearing from you. Teach me. In your word, you said you will build your church. Build me, Lord. Let me be able to understand the things of the Spirit. You see, the journey of the things of the Spirit is not a hundred meter is a marathon and he is the one that says you will run and you will not be weary he is the one that gives us grace for the for the marathon he is the one that gives us the oxygen for you to run and not be weary he is the one that gives you the water that you will not thirst anymore he is the living bread the living water he is everything rely on the spirit rely on the holy ghost rely on the holy ghost Hmm. That is what the word of the Lord says. In Acts chapter 1 verse 4, I'll read in Acts chapter 1 verse 4 and 5, then I'll go to 8. It says in verse 4, On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem. You see, he instructed them, stay in a spot. Seclude yourself, but wait. You see, a lot of people here put this weight and think that everything about the Lord, you have to wait for like um, receiving the Holy Spirit. You have to wait for it. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's not saying wait. It says seclude yourself. Hide yourself. Go on into the inner chambers and seek me. To wait means to seek, to trust, to believe. So he says, but wait for the gift my father promised, which ye have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. These days have passed now. We have already received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes, the Father has already sent down the baptism of the Holy Spirit. All we have to do is receive. In verse 8, he said something very interesting. He said, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the world. Not only will you receive the Holy Spirit, but you will receive the ability to be witnesses, to also say no, that what God spoke about, what Jesus spoke about, it came to pass in my time, that I received power from on high. I received the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. He speaks to me, he talks to me, he shows me things, things that no man can understand. We are not meant to be mere churchgoers. We are meant to be witnesses. People who will speak and say, oh yes, the Lord said this to me. And another person will say, yes, the Lord too was just saying this to me. You see, in my local church where I go, I'm in the department called the prayer department. And every time we come together to pray, one person gets a word, there will always be another person that will support it and say, yes, the Lord said this to me too. Or when I said a word, say a word, another person will say yes. Because deep down inside the spirit is the spirit of truth. We are not to be deceived anymore by false prophets, false false indignation, divinities, secret accords, secret people that just want to come and rule, but they want to take advantage, but no more. No more. 
because the spirit of truth dwells in us. I'm still, speak, I'm still speaking about the Holy Spirit. I don't know if I'll have time to talk about the indwelling, to talk about the nine manifestations of the Spirit and His gifts, and the gifts of the Spirit. <clears throat> Excuse me. You see, in Acts chapter 2, we see that when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, secluded away from the world, away from the noise. You know, there's something about the Lord, Lord and noisy place. He loves peaceful, quiet place. That's why in Psalms chapter 46, verse 10, he says, Be still and know that I am God, and I shall be exalted in all the earth. Be still. To be still is to take yourself and go and stay one place. In a quiet place. You remove yourself from the storms, from the loud noise, from the doubting Thomases, from the people who question your faith. I call them watchmen. <laughs> from the people who que- question your faith. And you go to one place. And he said in verse 2, Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw that they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. There was no asking. They just received because they went to go and wait. <laughs> they just received because they went to go and wait. There was no more asking. They didn't say, Lord, let this fire come upon me. They just went to wait because they believed and trusted in what Jesus has said. All of us have to, we have one thing we have to do. We have to trust in God. That is what it means to wait on Him. Trust in Him. Hope. Believe. Verse 4 says, Acts chapter 2 verse 4, it says, All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. You know, people believe that you speak in tongues and you have the Holy Ghost. But the evidence of you having the Holy Ghost is to speak in other tongues. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And you see, in Mark 16, verse 17, this is what Jesus says. These signs will accompany those who have believed in me, who have trusted me. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in other tongues. This is before the Holy Ghost was given. It showed that speaking in other tongues is an evidence of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. It's an indwelling, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. With all this, I believe I have, as the Spirit has led me to speak about the Holy Spirit, that if you've not had the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and you believe that Jesus died for you on the cross of Calvary, He bore your sins and your infirmities. He rose up on the third day for you. 
I say now, by the power and the mighty name of Jesus, let you begin to speak in tongues. Receive the Holy Ghost now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive the Holy Ghost now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Jean de Vacatiele Fecati Pretecetelenios Epaceti Sacate. In Jesus' name, everything stopping you, every ideology, I say, let the name and the precious blood of Jesus wash it off now. In the name of Jesus. Yaneya ni yanema te yakesete. Iye divani yanemo jinakanani yaneni yaneni ya. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now I'll be talking about the nine manifestations of the Spirit. There's so much in the Holy Spirit that I cannot cover in just one episode. There's so much in the Holy Spirit that I cannot <laughs> I cannot cover. He's too mighty, this God you see. This God I see, this God I have in me. A lot of people think a God, yes, God dwells in the heavens, but he has come down to dwell in me. Because his spirit, his spirit is inside of me. Not just me, but you that listens. You see, a lot of people speak bad about Christianity because of the inconsistency in the body of Christ. But a generation is rising. Where the body of Christ where the body of Christ will be united. We will come against the inconsistency and show the glory of our Father. Holy Spirit, take control. We wait on you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. The nine manifestations of the Spirit. I divided them into three categories. Why I call it nine manifestations of the Holy Spirit? Because these are examples that the Holy Spirit has given us of how He works. The nine manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit. I am not worthy. I am not worthy. To talk about a God this great, I am not worthy. Let's go. I divided them into three categories. The first category is the category that reveals something. The second category is the category that does something. The third category is the category that says something. The example and the scripture for this is 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we see nine spiritual gifts. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we'll be told about the use of the spiritual gifts. The first gift that is mentioned is the gift of wisdom. The second gift is the gift of knowledge. The third gift is faith. The fourth is healings. Fifth is the workings of miracles. Sixth, prophecy. Seven, discerning of spirits. 
eight diverse types of tongues, ninth the interpretation of tongues. I'll be reading from Amplified Version. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Now about the spiritual gifts, the special endowments given by the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. I do not want you to be ignorant. That is what the scripture is saying. I want you to know about this magnificent endowments of the Holy Spirit. Verse 2. You know that when you were pagans, you know that when you are not giving your life to Christ, you were led off after speechless idols. However, you were led off whether by impulse or habit. I want to talk about this. You know, before you give your life, before we all give our life to Christ, we were led, and even after giving our life to Christ, because when you give your life to Christ, there's a renewal of mind. It's not, or it's not instant. It's not like a lightning bolt, but constantly that lightning bolt will keep hitting you, will keep hitting you, it will keep hitting you, it will keep hitting you from time to time, from time to time. Every time, you will just see that that uh, it will keep hitting you. Imagine if life was like you just keep hitting you. If... Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much, Father. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We give you praise. You are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. We say, Father, all. Oh, let your will be done. You know, when we are not giving our life to Christ, there were things we used to do. We, not necessarily, a lot of people would think it's like idols. Yes, a lot of people had um, fake gods. They were idol worshippers because of where they came from and they have not come into the reality that there's a God greater than every other God. So we cannot blame them, or am I passing the blame here? Or am I speaking over anything that you believe in? Because the one who makes and converts people is the Spirit of the Lord. A lot of us spend so much time on Instagram, social media, not realizing that these are also gods. They are idols. We see, like, be it smoking, smoking weed, they are idols. But we never noticed. But however, even impulse, things that we did, we used to get angry by impulse. We just thought it was the way we were brought up through our community. We were brought up from angry parents, angry communities, angry brothers and sisters. We gave into our habits, be it masturbation. We took these things as our habits. Verse 3. Therefore, I want you to know that no one speaking by the power and influence of the Spirit of God can say Jesus because. No one, I'm explaining this, no one speaking of God, speaking of the Holy Spirit, speaking of Jesus, will ever speak bad of Jesus. That is how you know a fake prophet. Although the fake prophets have read the Bible now and they try to cut track of it, but you know that anyone who is not of the love of God, who does not love God, will never, will never see his reckless love as love. So, and one, 
and no one can say Jesus is my Lord except the power and the influence of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to be stopping here and continue in the next episode. As I said, this is a mini-series which is richly blessed by the Holy Ghost. It's called The Inward Witness. The first episode we dwelt with the first episode we dwelt with the intercessor of the Holy Ghost and today we dwelt with the Holy Spirit and his nine manifestations of the gift of the Spirit. In the next episode, I will finish up on the nine manifestations of the Spirit in elaboration because I took a lot of time talking about the Holy Spirit and I don't even think that was enough because the Holy Spirit is too wonderful, it's too great and I am not worthy, I keep on repeating, I am not worthy to be talking about Him and I don't know but that's all I have to say now but my time is far spent and I really really want you to get the best of this so in the next episode I'll be talking about listening to the inward witness but before I start that before I will be saying that I will finish up by the nine manifestations of the gifts of the spirit as the Lord will it it's a back to back next tomorrow you'll be expecting an episode from me finishing everything and the day after so and so as the Lord gives grace to achieve all these things it's not by my power it's not by my mind but it's by the spirit of God I say, if you're interested in receiving the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, just lift up your hand now. Say, Spirit, feel me. Feel me. And at this moment, you'll be hearing a language coming into your mouth, your mind. Just open your mouth and begin to speak it. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it, Jelana and Katezevekaton, and receive Yeleshem Bredivine. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost. Without the Holy Ghost, this journey will not be easy. But the one who makes the journey easy is the Holy Ghost. The one who separates the lies from the truth is the Holy Ghost. The one who will make you a witness is the Holy Ghost. The one who will give you the revelation of how much he loves you is the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for a wonderful presence. We thank you for a wonderful time spent in your presence. And those that have received the Holy Ghost now, Continue building them as you said you build your church. Show them that there is more to this in the mighty name of Jesus. Please stay tuned. Tomorrow will be a wonderful episode. The Lord has a lot in stock for us. You think today was fire? Oh my Lord. The Father of Fathers, the King of Kings has decided to bless us. And at the end of this mini-series, we'll be entering into the month of july the lord has told me that the month of july is a perfected prophetic month and he'll be releasing seven prophetic declaration
prayers and he has named it lift up your head O ye gates so if you're interested please uh, it will be coming out just right before it becomes the first of july you pray these prayers just seven prophetic um, declarations declare them for your life and your july and the rest of the year the lord has already started giving us answers and giving us words about how the rest of the year will be so father i thank you i thank you and go and be blessed in the mighty name of jesus thank you father have a wonderful time goodbye